Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. That Weekend Feeling is brought to you by The Weekend Post and The Daily Dispatch Weekend Edition. For details on stories, go to heraldlive.co.za and dispatchlive.co.za. Joining us on That Weekend Feeling today, Protea Women's Cricket Captain Dane van Nikark. Dane, whilst recovering from injury was spotted in the commentary booth, the Supersport commentary booth, offering comment and expert opinion on the CSA T20 Challenge fixtures taking place at St. George's Park. Welcome to the podcast, Dane. How have you enjoyed the commentary stint so far? Hi, good morning, Darren. First of all, thanks for having me. It's always nice chatting to you. Um, no, I've been thoroughly enjoying myself. You know, um, I, my first stint was the a big series, the, the men... Um, the Proteus versus India, and um, it was very daunting. I was very nervous. You know, you, um, you know, English is not my first language, so <laughs> I felt like I was stumbling over my words. And you know, I was so eager to to give my opinion. You know, so um, yeah, I always say you learn a bit on the fly. But uh, no, I, I, f- I feel a lot more comfortable, and I think this T20 challenge was just so much fun for me, just to to find myself as I guess a, a voice and a commentator. So no, it was really good fun. I'm I'm, I'm really thankful and blessed that I was able to do that. Was it a long-held dream that you realized, or did Supersport contact you from their side? How did the commentary come about? Yeah, so um, the moment I, I realized that my World Cup dream was done, I just sat down with my Razan and I said, well, I, I need to, to stay busy. Um, you know, the previous injuries, I was really disappointed, and it was almost like I just sat at home and I did nothing. So, um, yeah, I, I spoke to my agent. Um, I'm, I'm thankful I've got a, a great agent in Jermaine Kluter, and, um, yeah, he... He's got his foot in the door, especially with uh, JP Dumini um, doing some some commentary, and he just kind of threw it out there, and, and he organised it for me. But yeah, it was, it was really nice. Supersport has been incredible and, and very complimentary to towards sometimes too <laughs> uh, too nice. Um, but um, you yeah, know, I just I just kind of wanted to make sure that I also just um, you know keep busy and and still contribute contribute to my household you know i don't always want to put everything on my resume that she needs to stay on the park and i'm injured half of the time <laughs> now be honest uh, what's more nerve-wracking speaking in the commentary booth or out in the middle playing cricket um i think if i started playing cricket i'd say that's more nervous nerve-wracking but i think now that i i understand my game a little bit more you have nerves but there was a different nervous because a lot of people listen to you and a lot of people have their opinion. It's almost like the same as cricket, you know, but I think it's just something I wasn't familiar with. I've always, I'm always so used to getting a a, um, a question asked at me, you know, not always just speaking. I, I'm good at that if you ask me a question because of, of the captaincy. But to give my expert opinion, you know, you're sometimes a bit unsure of yourself. So I think that is a bit more <laughs> nerve-wracking. Well, here's a question for you. I see you're currently still in a moon boot. Uh, tell folk who don't know what happened. How's the injury coming along? How long is the recovery period? Yeah, so it was a bit of a freak accident in the sense of um, probably a bit of a, yeah, it was a bit of an accident and a bit of dumb, <laughs> a dumb decision from my side. We've um, all done that. <laughs> I, yeah, shoulda, woulda, coulda, eh? Um, no, we've got, it's a new construction and, and the pool is like on a deck, probably about a meter, meter and a half above the ground um, where the dogs are. And um, there is a gate on the left-hand side, but I generally, from day one, I just climbed on the side of the deck down because ah. um, there's a bit of a step um, for like the overflow of the water. So I just, you know, pop, jump off there and then go to the dogs. Uh, because my burbul is 100 kilograms. So if I open the gate, he pushes his head in. 
and then he wants to come onto the deck. Cranky. So just from day one, since we moved in, I just climbed down and climbed up again. But um, that fateful night, it was raining, and um, you know, uh, I went down, and as I wanted to sit down because I knew I needed to be extra careful going down because it was wet. Um, as I sat down, my legs gave way underneath me, um, but I landed on my feet. But um, because the ground's uneven, my foot just landed, um, you know, to the side. And, yeah. and I just heard my ankle snap. So, um, yeah, I immediately told Marizan that uh, that's my World Cup. Um, you know, we were hopeful and we're hoping it might just be a ligament that we heard but, or that I heard. But uh, next morning, bright and early, I phoned the physio and our, our team doctor and I went for x-rays. So, yeah, so it's been 10 weeks now. <laughs> oh. I'm still in the boot, I'm seeing the, the specialist on the 1st of March, and hopefully you'll tell me that I can get out the boot. <laughs> in terms of the World Cup, unfortunately, your dream is gone. What shape are the Protea women in? Yeah, they're in great shape. You know, I, I immediately you know, said I wholeheartedly believe that they're going to win this World Cup. It's a very good team. It's a long time coming for, for the team, and... Um, the confidence is really high within the side, something I've never seen at a, at a World Cup, um, you know, within the environment. And obviously I wasn't part of it, but obviously speak to Marizan every day. And, um, you know, the things I hear is just very positive. And, um, you know, when I read and, and listen to, to the interviews as well, they they really have a, you know, a, a bit of a, a bounce, um, you know, a bit of a swag, yeah. if I can say it like that, you know, walking around at the World Cup and rightly so. It's been incredible. The the results as a team have have, have shown, and uh, yeah, it's going to be good fun. I'm going to obviously be up and be up and watching, and and, mm-hmm. and shouting and rooting for them. Your personal career, any goals and ambitions that you still have that need to be achieved? Because it hasn't been too bad so far. Amongst other things, the first pro tier to 100 wickets in one day internationals. Oh well, it it wasn't. Um, I think this World Cup was. Maybe the the you know the be all and end all for me. Um, I guess where I'm at in my career, I really wanted to um, you know in my head. I'm not gonna lie about it. In my head, this was probably my last World Cup um, in in that sense. And um, you know, I really wanted to make it count. And, and I mean, everybody wanted to tick, tick that box and, and win a World Cup. So um, I know now that it's probably not gonna happen for me. But um, hopefully, you know, this this spurs me on to to work hard for another four years so I can I can be there for another one. And, um, yes, yeah, so I think the b- big thing for me is to win a World Cup. I, I really want, whether it's a T20 or ODI, I really want to 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 lift that trophy. And, um, yeah, I've, n- I've never been somebody that wants individual, that has individual goals as such. Um, I'm, I've always tried to be as focused on my team as, as I could be. And, uh, yeah, so if if you know the the individual accolades come i'll take it and and, and i'm very thankful and blessed for that but main thing for me is just to win a world cup and donna looking at the game of cricket particularly for women in south africa at the moment where is it now compared to where it was when you started your career could you give us a, a rough comparison yeah is, i can't even give a comparison or i can it's a night and day difference you know we um we were 100% amateur when I started playing, um, you know, it was very, um, you, you play for the love of the game type of thing. You you go on a tour, which was paid for, but you you didn't get any money at the time. Um, you know, they, they progressed to, to uh, semi-professional uh, contracts. Um, if you look back now, it probably wasn't semi-professional, but, uh, and now we're fully professional cricket side or athletes. And, um, you know, we play cricket for a living. So it's, um, 
yeah, it's very, very special to to be able to to be part of obviously how how the game has progressed within our country and in the world. But from where the team started to to where the team's at now, it's it's incredibly lucrative. And um, you know, I I I really um, want to tell tell young you know females and and, and kids that. Mm. Um, you can do it as a job, and so it's a wonderful and 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 beautiful job to to have. Did you have any role models, women cricketers, when you were growing up? Because no doubt you will be one for many young female cricketers in South Africa. Yeah, it's sad to say I probably don't. You know, I grew up watching the Griselda Brits, and I played a little bit with her. Um, but I won't say like it, it wasn't on the level as the men because it wasn't as um, I guess. Um, yeah, there wasn't wasn't known, you know. You didn't watch. You, you kind of just grew up wanting to play for your country, but you kind of don't even actually know how the other uh, other players played. I might have seen them in, in provincial cricket and all that, but um, yeah, I think more for for me, it it, it was men. You know, the uh, the Shane Warnes and all those was was the people I looked up to. Well, you're you're a leg spinner yourself, and Shane Warne was one. So, my next question: You preempted amongst the men, uh, guys that you admired and try to learn from. Yeah, I mean Shane Warne. As I grew up as a leg spinner, I always admired him. I would, always loved watching him, and um, yeah, for me it was just uh, he's an incredible leg spin bowler, and I always wanted to mimic my game. Um, you know, when it comes to bowling, obviously would never get it right, but um, <laughs> you know it's a good blueprint to have. And then obviously just not growing up but just watching the ABs growing up and just the the natural talent of, of him and, and obviously just on a captaincy point of view it was always just looking at Graham Smith and you know he was the youngest captain and I always thought I want to be I wanted to be the youngest captain in in, in women's cricket. I wanted to be that and um obviously it's what you see from from the men. Graham Smith certainly achieved the most, I think, as a South African captain in addition to being the youngest, as you say. So I think if you were to emulate that you would certainly uh, be looked upon favourably by history. Final question for you, Donny. In terms of the men's game in South Africa, looking at franchise cricket, who's your favourite franchise? Did you say Warriors? My favourite. Good for you. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, the thing is, it's, it's a difficult one for me because obviously I've been living in PE for for the last 10 years and, and I really love watching the Warriors and, um, you know, I've seen some of the, the boys... Uh, training and I've been uh, chatting to them. I've been working with some of the coaches. So definitely um, there. And then obviously Titans, it's my home, you know, homegrown team. Um, I, I also, I love watching them. I won't say I, I, I've got a favorite with between the two. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not just not sad <laughs> if let's say the Titans win or, or the Warriors win. <laughs> Very diplomatic. Thanks so much for joining us on that weekend feeling. All the best with the rehabilitation and the recovery. And we look forward to seeing you on the cricket field again soon and hearing you in the Supersport commentary box. Thank you, Donay. No, thanks, Darren. It was good fun. Appreciate it. That was that weekend feeling with Darren Mann.